Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey, hey, we have a great show for you today. It was a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. Totally. We like, have surprise guests towards yeah. the end. We have a couple of surprise guests. Yes, we did. It was Multiple a packed, surprise packed guests. show. We went down memory lane, and, uh, and then we had guests uh, about The Bachelor. You're going to love it. You're going to love first, it. first, let's talk about magnesium breakthrough. You know, if there's one mineral you should be worried about not getting enough of, it's magnesium. Mm-hmm. Magnesium is the body's master mineral, pow- uh, powerful, over 300 critical reactions, including detoxification, fat metabolism, energy, even digestion is influenced by the presence of magnesium. That's right. But the good news is that when you do get all seven critical forms of magnesium, pretty much every function in your body gets upgraded from your brain to your sleep, which yeah. is true. Magnesium to- is naturally calming. Did you know that? Yeah. If you're having anxiety, Dr. Drew's been saying you. that. He says it's a good thing to take to go to bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so BioOptimizers calls this product Magnesium Breakthrough, and they're running a special promotion for you at BioOptimizers.com slash F-C-O-L. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash F-C-O-L. You can get an additional 10% off from the normal package price with coupon F-C-O-L-10. And here's the deal. The guys who make it are so confident that you're going to like it that they'll give you all your money back if you don't. That's awesome. Can't go wrong with that. No. Make sure to go to this special website because it's the only place for you to get access to this amazing discount. This magnesium breakthrough promotion is only while quantities last at biooptimizers.com slash F-C-O-L. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash F-C-O-L. Hi, everyone. It's Heather Dubrow telling you to check out Heather Dubrow's World on Podcast One. Every week, we discuss the hippest, hottest newest trends in health, wellness, parenting style, and so much more, including all things housewives and botched. Download new episodes of Heather Dubrow's World on Thursdays and Fridays on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Made a decision. I'll face the sunny side head on. I had a vision of what it might be like. What's up, everybody? for crying out loud. It sure as hell is. What's up, Stephanie? <laughs> How was your weekend? I haven't seen you since Friday. I know. We had our Zoom hang. That was fun. It was really fun. Everybody was like, we want to see Kaylin. And I yeah, said, I Kaylin. forgot. totally forgot to send him the link. So you can blame it on me. Okay. Not on yeah. your lack of interest. Damn it, Stephanie. <laughs> Kaylin, would you, have ch- would you have hopped on? You know, I can't even remember what I was doing Friday night. Really? Yeah, see, what's with our pro- amnesia I probably here? didn't have enough time to hop on a Zoom call. I was I'm probably sure you didn't. holding two kids and running around. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, next time. No getter. But <laughs> can you believe that Kaylin went from no kids to like two, two well, kids in like a year all, and a half? He went from Brandon. We couldn't remember his name. I know. For the first couple of years, <laughs> yeah. really. We were like, where's that kid? What's his name? That like, quiet guy. Yeah, he looks like a Brandon. He doesn't do drops. Right. That guy. Right, yeah. That one. He's very quiet. Keeps his head down. Works hard. <laughs> and we finally get to know your name and now you're a dad of two. Yeah. What the hell? Last thing yeah. we would expect. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I changed. You did. Do you, do you like your life? It's been a while, too. Honestly, yeah, it has been. yeah, 
How long have you been our producer? Uh, well, I've been working here for eight years now. <gasps> so what? I've probably been your producer for about five. Oh, my God. That's it? Maybe a little longer. No, longer. Five or six? That sounds about... Ooh, I started yeah, shadowing that's... Gary like pretty pretty early on when I started working here. <laughs> Gary. Remember Gary? <laughs> I love producer Gary. So we started out yeah. as... The parent experiment. I yeah. hopped on. That oh, was, you were with the, really? Yeah, we didn't change the. Oh, not yeah, yeah. Because then the drums happened. Right. I was here. That's right. I got hired ostensibly by Kathy. Right. I mean, and that that's for a Patreon episode. Right. But I got hired, and then well, by you. But then you said, well, let Kathy let Kathy pretend I she pretend made the decision. She, yeah. Right. Then she wanted me to sign contracts for the parent experiment, right. and then I hadn't done that. Then the split happened and you kept – you were saying like, just stay here. Mm-hmm. Stay calm. Yes. Let the tsunami right. settle. Right. And then we'll keep going. Yes. That's right. And then you said, I own the parent experiment, which you kind of did. Oh, yeah, but, because she wanted to take it someplace else. Well, right. She and wanted. she asked me to go take it somewhere else. Oh, that's right. And yeah. I said, mm. <laughs> Like where are you going to take it? Hard pass. Well, I, I said, I, I, I heard. She said, "Hear me out. Hear me out. I can do this. I've got a a Zoom. Right. That was a, not Zoom like that we know of as Zoom, right. but a Zoom is like a, it's like a thing that you can do it's your recorder. Pod- it's like a recorder, a, mm-hmm. Zoom recorder. You can do your podcast anywhere. She was like, we could do it anywhere. We don't need a studio. Mm-hmm. We could do it at my house. And I was like, um, <laughs> okay. So I didn't want to. I mean, I hadn't worked with you that long, right? I wasn't I, that but long. you said just let's just keep doing the show, yeah. And then Kathy said, "Let's keep doing the show, just you and me. It'll be great." Stephanie I, was getting pulled two different directions, yeah. And then some other stuff happened that I can't really say, but that we talked about on a Patreon yeah, a long time we've ago. Talked about yeah, it, yeah. But then I said, "Okay, I have to do what's better for my career, which is stay with." Corolla. Mm-hmm. And then she got really mad. That's right. And never talked to me again. Same. <laughs> so then you and I continued on his parent experiment briefly and then we were you were like, you know, let her have it. Right. Parent experiment, let's call it something else. Right. That's when Gary was our right, right, right. Let's call it something. Yes, let's call it something else. Yeah, but we ha- it hadn't been, I mean, I'd probably been on the show less than a year. Yeah, it wasn't very long. No. Yeah, it was in the middle of when you just died. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was, I mean, maybe six months. And then the breakup happened. Her, and then the breakup happened. And then, and the then I was like, happened. how did I get myself into <laughs> <laughs> mommy and daddy are fighting? <laughs> <laughs> totally. I didn't know what to do, but I was like, listen, <laughs> I had I had traveled with Kathy. I thought she was super nice. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd yeah. heard her Right. Drama. Right. You know? Yeah. But I also, you and I had bond. The way I came onto the show is you and I had bonded. Right. And went to lunch together. I'll never forget that lunch. I'll never forget where I was when I told you, let's do it. I was getting gas at Lancashire and Ventura. And I was saying, I'll never forget it. And I said, let's do it. And then that's when I said, let let, let, let Kathy pretend like she. (laughs) Well, we were having, we had lunch at Arts Deli. That's right. No, Arts. Yeah, I think I called you after that lunch. 
Well, it was at that lunch. Right. I, you had to, we had had a, tw- a direct Twitter message going back and right. forth, right. which we've recounted before. Where right. I was like, where you're like, let's get together for. I said, if you ever need a new co-host, and then you were like, let's have lunch. You and then said- I went to all my friends, and I was like. Do you think she's going to ask me to co-host the show? She should. <laughs> no, because you said it in one of the ta- yeah, Twitter. Yeah, you need me. Yes, you need me. That's if you a- ever yeah. – I said, thank you. That was a lot of fun. Let's keep in touch. And then yeah. you said, yeah, let's keep in touch. I think you need me. That's what you said. And then we had the Twitter exchange. I'll never forget that. And you're like, do you want to have lunch? You're like, yeah, maybe I do. Do you want to have lunch? And then I was like, <laughs> oh. And then so we had lunch and then I just was – I couldn't stand it. I was like a little kid. I yeah, was like, no. do you think they're – do you want me to go? <laughs> yes. And you're like, yes, I do. Yeah, we both wanted to say it. Yeah, then it's you're like, like, but I don't want to like ruffle feathers. So let's just let, – let me talk to Kathy and let me have – see if – you thought it would be fine. You just right. felt like – Yeah. I, you were actually being respectful. You were right. like, look, Kathy's the producer of the show. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be a great show with you. Right. Let me ask Kathy – Right. And we had to but also she, get rid of or let go right. of <laughs> the other co-host. Right. Yeah, because it was not working at all. Right. Now, did Kathy do that? I think – what happened with her? Um, what happened? What happened? <laughs> I, think, I think that Kathy did talk to her and I talked to her. Uh, you know, it was a conversation. That right. We, we just basically said, you know, look, who are we fooling here? You know, it's not working. And she knew it and she was like, yeah, I get it. OK. She wasn't – no hard feelings. Yeah. No thing. She was like, I get it. And she went off to do her own thing. Yeah. yeah. Her mm-hmm. sexual intuitive. Yes. TM. <laughs> yeah. So then – so then once I started, it was – we had a lot of guests. Oh, right. That's right. And Kathy and, was the producer. Yeah. And – Whatever. It doesn't oh matter. It's God, in the past. That's right. Yes. We, we had, had the guy that. who was like, grow your own tree. Tree. And Kathy was like, you guys, you got to be respectful. Well, well, she was like, I got us this great guest. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm totally telling tales out of school. Do You you weren't here yet, Kayla. I don't no, – no, 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 no. Because this then. is before your time. Okay. So she's like – she tells us about this book and she's got this author and she's super excited. Mm-hmm. But – Having been an author and knowing how like rankings of books work, totally, I go look it up immediately, and it's like horrible. It doesn't sell at all. It's like a in the millions, right? Of, so I'm like, okay, well, he's lucky he's doing our show. Like he, this exactly. When I go guest on a podcast, when I was trying to sell a book, yes. I was happy to be there. I wasn't like. Right. Let me see. Let me check my schedule. Yes. It's like you do whatever people can get for you. Right. Some publicist got to Kathy and said like, listen, right. you guys need my guy on right. your show. And Some we unknown. didn't. Right. <laughs> I mean, I read the thing of the book and I was like, this is boring. Yes. I felt like we should have fun right. guests, that well, see, especially women. Stephanie, first, let me want, go in the back up for a second. Mm-hmm. Stephanie was – I when we had you as a guest the first time with Teresa. With Teresa, yeah. Um, I was like, I don't think we're going to be able to get her. <laughs> I was like, she's on my w- – Kathy put Mrs. Springsteen on the wish list. And I was like, OK, that's never going to happen. And then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then – Patty Scalfa. Yes. Never going to happen. But then I said – and then I said – she's like, well, who do you want? I said, well, I would love to get this author, Stephanie Wilder-Taylor. And she's funny. I follow her on Twitter. But we're never going to get her. She's too – She's too high up 
But go yeah, ahead, put I it was down. Wiping, you know, <laughs> spit up from my twins. Well, I was a fan, and then and then when you got okay, so I just wanted to back up just to say, yeah, yeah. Stephanie, because who am I? I was like pulled into this podcasting business. I didn't. I didn't think I was going to keep going. I was just doing it for fun because I was already here working with the, the crew. So I was like, "All right, it's an hour of fun, whatever." But I'm not a professional, obviously. <laughs> so it was nice to have Teresa, right? But then I lost. You know, she moved. But then the other one was not a professional. And then I was like, "Okay, are we going to be able to keep Stephanie? <laughs> like, that's who I want." I want to work with somebody with chops, as Adam would say. Oh. Stephanie's got chops. Yes. So it's you funny. know because she was booking all these publishers of like all these authors of books. Right, right. And you know that whole publishing world and you know how it works. Right. So I let you take the lead like because she was like, this guy's great and you're like not so fast. Well, and to be fair – when I was booked on the show, I didn't even really understand what a podcast was. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Podcast is that like a radio? Is that like a radio show?" But I knew Teresa from stand up, right? So I was like, and I, I was like, Lynette Carolla, like that's cool, that's really cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go do it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea if it would help, hurt, but I was also selling a book still, right? You know, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, you go do stuff, right. you know, right, right, right. So when I came in to do it, it was so fun. Yeah, I was like, this is real, and I'd always wanted a job in radio, right? That's right. I remember. That was like my dream. Yes. So even though when you asked me to do it, I was like, well, it's pretty much for free, mm-hmm. but I love, but it was so fun. Right. But I was like, this is like a fun thing to do, and if it helps, yes, right. sell books, it helps sell books, and right. Right. Well, we had a message board at the time. Yes. That was getting, I mean, it was like unsubscribe, can't stand, you know, whatever. A lot of negative comments. And then people, well, and the, all the comments were like, bring Teresa back. Yes. Like, totally. you ruined the show. Yes. Totally. <laughs> Where's Teresa? Yeah. Help us, Teresa. Right. I can't listen to this anymore. Right, yeah. right, right. Then Stephanie came on. And even though, you know, we were doing it for free, it was good because I think for you, because you saw all the positive, you started seeing more, yeah. like, more people were signing on. Yeah. It was all definitely positive comments. Right. But then. Kathy was trying to say, I mean, I'll never forget, I'll never forget that because you know me, I'm super confrontational, but I try not, I try to get along. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, she kept trying to tell you, like, Lynette, don't talk about having a nanny. Right. Don't talk about, don't talk about this. And I, I would try not to like argue, but I was like, you know. I think it's fine if she mm-hmm. talks about it's just her life. Like right. she has a nanny. Right. Like right, I don't right, think right. it's embarrassing. It's not right. like she's it's not like she's telling a story complaining about trying to get a Birkin bag, a ten thousand yes. dollar Birkin <laughs> right, bag right, right. and making it super unrelatable. Like right. people have help. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's her life. And I don't think she's coming off unlikable. Yeah. And Kathy was super against it. Yeah. Just don't Yeah, she was she trying had a lot of rules for you. Yeah, she did. Don't mention – don't talk about the car you drive, you know. And it's like, listen, everybody knows who my husband – I mean, right. if you listen to the Adam Carolla show, he talks about his cars, you know. Right. What am I going to just pretend that I, that, that I you know, drive something clunky or stuff? Right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It was my life. I had to be – it's all I knew. Right. I didn't have any radio chops. I'm not a personality. All I knew was my life and to talk about it. And I think that's what people started – 
responding to. Like well, because I said, I think you should be honest and just talk about your life. Right. We have young kids. Right. Life is hard. Totally. And my whole – I hate to use – I'm not going to say brand, but what I was known for doing was just being honest. Like, yeah. Right. Telling the telling truth. the truth. Right. About right. being sober, about having kids and how hard it was. So mm-hmm. I thought that's what's going to connect with people. Right. Not – having some pretend life, but she and I didn't see eye to eye with that. Then she wanted it to be very guest heavy. So then the the worst was – I was very thankful for you, by the way, to stick up for me like that because I don't like confrontation. I was like, yeah, okay, Stephanie, you tell her. And you didn't want those guests either because when no. I told you, I was like, the grow the growing your tree or whatever, I was like, this guy is not a big author. And right. then he came in all full of himself oh, as if totally. we were super lucky to have him there. Right. And he was talking down to us mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. You yeah. and I were both like what the, what, looking at right. each other. Right. It's like this guy is such a blowhard. Right. I know. So thankful that such you, a blowhard. Yeah. He was just lecturing and condescending mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of mansplaining. A lot of mansplaining. Right. He was talking down to us. And then afterwards I said to I think did Kathy say something about how did she say like we weren't respectful or or maybe I said I don't please check with me before you book somebody uh-huh. like that. Right. Just ask me. Right. I'll look up their ranking on Amazon and right. see if they're actually a right. author that right. has a book yeah. that we need. Did she listen to you? I don't remember, but I think it started to be like yeah, it was in the middle of things are going to come to a screeching halt and I think I told you that things are bubbling under the surface. She was very controlling and she wanted to control the show. She was the producer, so she wanted to produce, you know. And she wasn't that nice to Gary, right? No. She wasn't nice. Mm-mm. She wasn't nice to Ed. Not, no. Only like her four – just the four that sued us. Right. It was that little – she wasn't nice to Ed. Yeah, no. So then one day – Is she nice to you, Kaylin? Never met her. Oh, we should do an ad. Oh, what? Well, no, finish your thought. Uh, well, she was just very well, – I don't know. We were just talking about her and just the things that were bubbling. Yeah, not nice to be or whatever. Yeah. But then you couldn't really tell me what was going on. Right. So I didn't know what was happening. What happened? I know. What happened? I tell. I just. I was just giving you the basics. I couldn't. Yeah, you really... were. You weren't. You never like threw anybody under the bus. You're just like it's not working, and there's things outside of right. that are going on. Right. Meanwhile, I drove to San Diego with her for a blogging conference because remember we were going to go get interviews with all these bloggers. She wanted to. That's she wanted to right. cut all these interviews with blog totally mom right. bloggers and then cut them into the show. Okay, hold on. Should we do an ad yeah, and sure. continue? Yes. Because this is good. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. And we'll do our shout out to yes. before we bring right, in. Right. We have a treat for you guys later yeah. in the show. Okay. Right. So let's talk about Flex. Yes. Flex disc for menstrual. For, yeah. It fits perfectly inside your body. And it's uh, you can wear it for 12, up to 12 hours. The, you guys, this is for your period. Right. Which a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have. Just not. Mostly. <laughs> Yeah, not I don't, but but I have tried this before when I was when I did, and it was it was pretty nice, and it holds as much as three super tampons. That's really great. You yeah. know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have LB try it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, but, I feel like because you know these young girls, 
they their periods are so unpredictable yeah. that this is a really good option. Yes. Especially if you get like a heavy flow. Right. Not anything you know about. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like <clears throat> towards the end, I was I was using disc, the flex disc, and it was it was great because I didn't have to constantly change. Yes. 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 And it's the only product you can wear for mess-free period sex. Well, don't tell LB that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. And if you want to go zero waste, check out the Flex Cup. It's a reusable cup. It's made from a velvety soft material for a comfortable fit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So say goodbye to leaks, mess, and stress and say hello to healthier periods for people and the planet with Flex. Go to flexfits.com and use code FCOL for 20% off of your Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus free shipping, free U.S. shipping. That's code FCOL at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com. Nice. Also, Geico, do you own or rent your home? Yes. Okay. Well, I bet it can be hard work. And you know what's easy? What? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have too much to do around the house. Go to geico.com. Get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico. Easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. And let's say hello to yes. Elizabeth Williamson and her seven children. Oh, we hi, saw her Elizabeth. on the Zoom. That's right. That's right. She's amazing. amazing. Mm-hmm. Athena. Athena was on the Zoom too. Yes, and she was. I got to tell you, kind of a bitch. <laughs> I love Athena. She wanted to be roasted, by the way. She did. She was like, how come I can't get roasted? Uh-huh. Well, guess what? You can. All right, Athena. You're a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's like our best roast. You're a bitch. Uh-huh. Julia Para. Not a bitch. Not a bitch. Super, Super sweet. sweet. <laughs> Super sweet. Polly Butterfield. Why didn't you come to the Zoom? Yeah, Polly. We didn't we didn't get to know you. Mm-hmm. We hardly knew you. <laughs> Ginger Cornejo. Dina Ramirez, she's a doll, Mm -hmm. doll baby. Carrie Berry, sometimes Berry, sometimes not. Valerie Fenway Park, (laughs) Kelly Luther Vandress, she's getting tired of that. Hiro Yamashita, all these people not on the Zoom. Oh, that's right. Krista Stroop, get the strap. Krista. Colleen Slater. No. Didn't see her. Gabby Fonseca and Missy Schaefer. Missy was there. Yes. That's right. Missy was there for a while. Yeah. Well, where was Gabby? I don't know. Up to no good. <laughs> Committing crimes. Right. Liz L. Sassy Sasser. She was there? Yes, yeah, she Super was. Super sassy. Yeah. Hey, you, told, you told her she was sassy. I did. Guys, come to our Zoom so we can I'm... tell you you're sassy. Right. Stephanie Stinkerinker. Eshawn. Oh, Stephanie was Steph- in my reading show last yeah. night and I- she did amazing really? stuff. If you're listening, you were so good. Oh, she told a awesome. story about getting um, handcuffed <gasps> by a guy she was seeing oh. and then couldn't get him off. He lo- couldn't find the key and she had to go to the police station. Oh, my God. It was such a good story. Oh, my God. I- Many people said it was their favorite. Can we see it? Yes, I have it's the. A, you, I'm going to post it onto okay. our uh, oh, Facebook no. group. Okay. Yes. Nice. Yes. yes. Ishan Vajpay. Rebecca Lubin. She was there. She was there. She was driving. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was driving. Kelly Brandt. She's your like your Kelly, aunt, kind of, but like not my, your aunt, right? Mm. But like <laughs> an aunt surrogate. Yeah. Randy May Ames. 
Randy was there. No? Was she? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yes, she was. Yeah. She was there. Yeah. Yes, for sure she was there. Oh, my God. I don't know what I was thinking. She was 100% there. Angie Saldivar. Not there. Not there. Michelle McKibben. Not, not there, there this time, but has been many times right, in the past. Right. Amy Hunt. Hi, Amy. Not there. Aaron Landis. Yes, there. There. Mm-hmm. Alicia Escalante. At the last one, not at this one. Right. Leslie Wyckoff. Sarah Stefano. Not there. <laughs> and Amanda Crittenden and Casey Howell. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Okay. So I go to blog her. Yes. The blogging conference. In San Diego. Yeah. What were you thinking? So what did you do? Drive down there? We drove down there together. We stayed in a hotel. We walked around and we got interviews from people. How come I didn't go? Didn't I want don't to. know. <laughs> I probably – I mean it was like a week. It was right. a weekend. I was like a go-getter at the time. Right. I'm like, I yeah, know. let's do this. I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. Let's make this a great That's podcast. That's the one thing – yeah, she would do. She would find these like podcasting conferences and stuff and she would like to like sign us up for stuff I think. But then like you and I would say like, hey, here's some guests. Here's yeah. here's who we would love to talk right. to. And she'd be like, uh-huh. And then book us some rando. Yeah. that's the That was the thing that drove me nuts because I'm not that kind of person to – she wanted to control. Like she wanted to produce and right. she wanted – and I the whole time would tell her I want to do this. I want to do that. And she'd go, yeah, OK. And it would never – and she'd just do her own thing. Um yeah, with the co-host, the second co-host especially because I was like, mm, I don't know, you know, because she had a couple other ones and she kind of picked her, my co-host. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if like – and she's like, no, she's got chops. She's married to the agent that, that handles comedians. Very cats. Oh, and then also she pulled me aside, the co-host pulled me aside and said – um, don't tell anybody, but I'm flying to New York next week, so I can't do the show next week. Cause right. Because I'm auditioning for SNL. Right, right, right. And I was like, okay, see you when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> and then did she ever mention that she didn't go? N- never mentioned it again. I don't know. I didn't ask her. I I don't remember, but I just remember her going like, and I was like, who cares? Why don't you just tell people? Like if I was going to ask, oh, right, why right, wouldn't you right, tell right, people? Right, whatever. But then you know, also I was thinking like, I don't no, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So right. so then, <laughs> then the thing happened where you were like, listen, mm-hmm. this doesn't have to affect us, right? It, right. We're gonna Stephanie keep and I the show. Good. We can keep we can keep going. Everything's gonna remain the same. Gary will be our producer, right? And I was like, okay. But then I had Kathy going, please, please, you know, I basically going like I discovered you. I found you. I brought you on the show. Like we can do this show. We can make it really popular. And I was like, I'm already kind of old and tired. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not in my 20s. I'm not. Uh, Yeah. I I ain't trying to build a new something from scratch. Right. Like i I've barely been on the show. I was just starting to like it. And also mm-hmm. you were like, we, we're we podcasters. Like right. it'll be fine. We're going to keep going. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's the obvious choice. Right. And she was have- crying on the phone. I mean I there was a lot of like dramatic stuff right. and I felt so bad. I really did. And yeah. also I really liked Kathy mm. and I had had fun with her. Mm-hmm. I had had fun. <laughs> so I did feel bad. But mm-hmm. then – and I – 
I told her as nicely as I could and I was like, this is nothing against you. Like I I really like you. I appreciate you. But I have to think about my – this is right. the smarter choice for me. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I never heard from her again. Yeah. So then we started and then we – we did it very briefly until we came up with a different name. Yeah, that's right. Because she wanted to keep that name. Right. And you were like, okay, let her keep the name. Yeah. Let's come up with a name. And Teresa came up with that name, by the way. That was her. That was all Teresa. Parent experiment? Mm-hmm. It was on a list of a bunch of names. I don't know. but I That just, was a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Parent experiment. And then we came up with For Crying Out Loud. And then it from there – I swear, you and I started having much better chemistry as soon as we right. weren't like. As soon as we didn't, yeah, because Gary you were like, was we can like, do whatever we want. Yeah, Gary was like, it's your show, do whatever you want. I don't, I'm not going to book guests. You guys just talk, and we were like, done and oh shit. No, Gary, Gary can remind us. Hi, Gary. What's up? Oh, Gary's in the house. We were reminiscing. I heard you guys were going down memory lane. You can't do that without me. <laughs> That's yes. right. I didn't know you were here. I got Gary Butters coming in too. He's uh, <laughs> he's down the street. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> Gary, tell us what you remember about the beginning. You miss Ooh, us? I do miss you guys. Well, are you I kidding me? Miss you too. I'm I'm lucky to get to see you in the hallways every now and I then. Know. Um, yeah the the beginning was weird. It was uh it was good, but it was certainly a learning process. Everyone was new at it. Right. I, I feel at least in my opinion. Um, yeah, we had uh, we had wild times. It, mm-hmm. We uh, we certainly found our groove when we found Stephanie. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about how when Kathy left, we were talking about how we were a little, especially Lynette hemmed in when Kathy was at the reins and it was kind of regimented and you have to have guests. And then you, when we all kind of started it together as the for crying out loud, you were just like, you guys. Do what you want. Do what makes you guys feel good. Yeah, um, and and I don't, I'm, I don't really want to take credit for that. That was sort of my opinion from being a podcast listener, not only at Corolla Digital but in general. Like in my opinion, the podcast world sort of worked because it was you let these people with their opinions do their thing and do what they want to do. Whereas Stephanie, uh, sorry, whereas Kathy. Um, I have this distinct memory of Kathy explaining to me how like the process of becoming a a PA to an intern to an associate producer to an executive producer like she explained this whole thing to me and I was just staring at her like there's <laughs> no is, cameras in this right, building like what are you TV, talking about I, this isn't 1981 totally. like I, I don't but yeah. you know at the time she was my boss and I listened and that was fine and then when it came time that she was going to leave and it was going to be the the two of you and and me it was sort of like well y- you guys having fun is what the audience reacts to and what the audience seems to like so i'll get out of the way and i'll help where i can but like you guys do you and we'll see and mm-hmm. i mean obviously that's worked out oh gary i'm so proud of you because Aww. i remember i've told this before but i remember when you first started i know that you were a podcast fan and we didn't know podcasting very well and you did and they hired you, I guess. And I'll never forget your first day was we were doing a parent experiment <laughs> out of the studio. We gave away like a mom makeover at a spray tan salon in Studio City. <laughs> right, that right, was how right. our show went. And Gary was there as, I guess, a PA. It was yeah. a Sunday afternoon. I think it was football playoffs. I oh, know yeah. the football was playing. And Gary was – so she made Gary come. He was – 
like filming here and there, but I don't know what else. Just put a timestamp on it. I was taking flip video cams. Remember right. flip cams? Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. That's that's how long ago this was. Right. I was just supposed to be there to do little like 30-second testimonials after these women got done with their three-hour treatment. Right. So it was like <laughs> – Right. It was like, OK, sit here until you know 1 p.m., 30 seconds. All right, now sit still. The next woman's coming in. Mm-hmm. Three hours from now, we'll we'll use you again. Oh my god! I was, which I was cool with. I was totally. Cool I know with. you were. But eventually, this hero, Lynette Corolla, <laughs> looked around and was like, "Hey, Kathy, the fuck is this twenty-two-year-old sitting here for? Like, he, he's proven that he wants to be here. Like, please let him go watch some goddamn yeah. football." And. I've loved you ever since. Thank Aww. you. Gary, you've grown so much here. How long have you been here? 35 years. Right. <laughs> no, I think it's been uh, 11 or something like wow. that. Wow. It's been a long time. You were I... a young lad when you started here. Yeah. Now you're a... married with a baby. Jaded a... single kid listening to women talk about their lives as mothers. And now That's here right. I am. Yeah. Right in the throes of what I was listening to at the beginning. That's right. I, it's so funny <laughs> it's so because funny. we were just talking about the fact that Kalen was so young when he started with us. Oh, right? yeah. Super young baby. And we always thought that was hilarious that we we're like these two old moms with like a right. million kids between us and having these producers that are babies. They're like no kids. And now you guys are. And now there's what? Eight kids between, between the, the four two. of us? Yes. Totally. Something like that. Three, four, five. Look at One, you two, two, three, seven, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight kids. Eight kids. Yeah. When we were podcasting and talking about kids, Gary, would did you ever think like, oh my god, I hope that's not my I don't this sounds scary. Uh yeah, absolutely. I definitely thought it sounded scary. I knew that some degree of it was in my future cuz I've always sort of imagined and wanted kids. Um Twins sounded daunting for sure. Uh, Stephanie's, what do you have? Three within three years? Uh, yeah, yeah. That that sounded daunting. <laughs> I, I think you guys might have scared me into the one kid type of realm, or maybe two. We'll see. But the uh, the the so many so tight together just right. sounded right. sounded tough. And yeah. you know, I I do only have the one, unlike everyone else in this room. But <laughs> it's a struggle. How do you, how do you recall? The beginning, like with me and Lynette, when you took over, like our lives, were we? Was there a lot of crying? No, <laughs> no, no. There was a lot because I, I, I remember thinking that my life was really hard. Yeah, uh, I no, I remember a lot of laughing. I think you guys, you guys treated this as your your escape, your mm-hmm. your vacation every week for mm-hmm. ninety minutes, you know, two hours, whatever it was. Maybe we recorded for an hour, but then you guys chatted at the beginning and the end. I think you guys treated this as your sort of your your mommy solace and yeah. uh your your escape. So you guys got to talk a little shit and, you know, tell some stories and relate to one another, but also Come into a building where the youngest kids are Kaylin, you know, 22. Right, right. No one crying, no one screaming for you, no one asking for a snack. Yes. It, it just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, were there, were there moments that were heartfelt on the podcast where you were being real and honest about some of the struggles you were going through as moms? Absolutely. But I don't remember much crying. I, it was a, it was a supportive yes, environment. Uh-huh. I just feel like there was so much going on that, and I really liked podcasting because I, it was sort of my dream mm-hmm. to be radio and I it felt so cool. I remember being so nervous the first time I came on with you and Teresa. Right. And just like this is crazy that you just sit and talk, talk with the headphones right. on. Like if, as soon as you put headphones on, something feels very official. Yes. Like this oh, right. then I got nervous. Right. Like, oh I have headphones on. Right. I got, yeah. I got the cans on. Yeah. Well yeah, having your own voice 
sorry, having your own voice in your head is weird. It's mm-hmm. unusual. It's it's an, an indicator to you that this is going to be listened to not only by yourself but by others. Right. And right. that's that right. that will change they'll change the way you act for a minute until you get used to it. Right. I guess it, maybe it's like reality TV where you go, "Okay, well, I have an opportunity to just t- speak honestly about what's going on in my life and see if people relate, which is something I've always liked doing from stand-up comedy. That's basically what that is. You're yes, saying things totally. on stage and hoping people connect with you and laugh. So right, I was like, right. well, now you get to do it for an hour uncensored. That's right. I loved that about it. Yeah, I know. It's not like TV. It's not, right. It's not polished. Yeah, and I think that for better or for worse, and in your guys' case for better, the – Lack of a live audience allows a sense of freedom. It yeah. allows you a little bit more, you know, if they're not laughing in front of you, that's going to impact what you do. And if they are laughing, that's also going to impact what you do. But if you just have you and your partner there and you're just going with it, it allows you to create a connection with just those two people. And then hopefully it resonates. And obviously with you guys, it has your yeah. audience is rabid. I'm in that Facebook group. I, I lurk. I, I don't, right. I don't comment, but I see it. I, I, I you know, you guys, you guys have a, a legion of fans that are just absolutely Aww. in love with you guys and have created their own community where there are, you know, strong friendships with people who maybe have never even met in real life. Right. I know. It's so true. Well, Gary, I got to thank you because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. I mean, all your encouragement and support. Well, thank you guys. I don't, I don't really feel like I did much. I saw that you guys had a thing going on and I thought the biggest impediment to your show was somebody being in the way and Mm -hmm. trying to Right. Direct I, that, like, right. well, I don't know what the fuck what are you doing? Like, right. get it, go away. Let well, them- that, that exactly. I, you were so why. quiet though all the time, yeah. and I remember sometimes being like, "Well, what does Gary think?" Right? Because I feel like there were times where you and I would kind of roll our eyes at each other when, yeah, when yeah, she was telling us what to do, and I was, I was like, Stephanie, please don't, please don't say anything. Like, I would <laughs> constantly try to go. Don't be argumentative. Like, just go with the flow. You're new, you know? But I would look at you and you would look at me and we would both be like, okay, we can't argue with this. So, okay, sure, we'll do that guest. And I I felt the same way. And, you know, at the time I was, you know, I was younger than Kaylin is. Kaylin still feels like a baby to me. I mean, kid's my best friend. He's got more kids than me. But, (laughs) you know, he's a few years younger than me. And at the time I was like 24 and this was – Two moms hosting and a mom producing. Right. Who might have step in and say, "Don't tell that story yeah. about mommy," and you know, have that guest that's a parenting expert. I just, mm-hmm. but it really, it came through that the two of you having your flow and doing whatever you wanted to do was going to evolve and was going to work. And well, that's thank when, you, Gary. That's when we started. Uh, but I remember this day that was right after the break. The breakup happened. Right. And it was, and do you remember this? You and me and Lynette all sat down, and it was like we were all kind of shell shocked. Like, yep. okay, uh huh. She wants the title of the show. What are we going to do? Right. We're at like this precipice, right. and you were like, you know what? Let's do. We're going to do this. Let's do this. I'm going to produce for you guys, and like, yeah. pick yeah. a name, Take and let's title. do the show. Right. Right. And yeah. so we we did, and then you were like, you were so positive about it, though. Right. I remember you being totally. like, it's going to be a great show. There's nothing to worry about. It's all good. Yeah, super calming. Absolutely. Remember? Oh and yeah. It was like, yeah, let's do it. That's no, it's why not a problem. I thank you for for being supportive for us and well, being our. You're welcome. I appreciate it. That was a that was a five minute period where everyone was in a little bit of shock and everyone was a little bit scared and none of us really knew what was going on and we were all putting this crazy amount of power and pressure on this title of the show and it was like that's 
so not what the show that doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Like it was and as soon as everyone kind of realized that and we all agreed, we just moved forward and everything's been great since. It was just it was not a big deal, but it felt like the hugest deal in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I it think really it's did. because yeah. I mean, listen, and I'm telling tales out of school, but the court case is done. Right. The problem was is it she was putting a lot of power into the title of the show. Like I still have this title of this show. So right. she had a Facebook group with the name of the show. Oh, Remember that? Right. And people were like, well, that's what's right. going on? Or, is there, is this still a show? And we were like, no, it's not. Yeah. Is this still your Facebook group? No, it's not. Right. But go listen to that. I, we don't know what it is. And it never yeah. was. She didn't use it for right. anything. Right. But yeah. we had to start over. And then we had Heather McDonald was our first that's right. guest as for crying out loud. That's Right. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, everyone's career, including hers, has skyrocketed since. (laughs) And then you would ever so – then you would sometimes suggest guests, but if somebody – you'd be like, do you want this person or no? Don't worry about it if you don't. Yeah. You know, that's sort of the the life of a a producer, at least in this space, is you get on these lists. And I still to this day get six emails a day of, you know, publicists or or Mm -hmm. whomever who are suggesting guests and – you, you respond to almost none of them, but if you right. see one that comes across, it's like, oh, maybe, then you shoot it to your host, and if they find interest, then so be it. But that's just sort of the way it was. But there was, you guys never needed a guest. It was forced on you for so long that mm-hmm. I really only suggested things that I thought you might actually like. And more often than not, if I did do that, you guys would be interested. And when you weren't, yeah. there was yeah. never a back and forth. There was never a, well, come on, guys, we right. really, this would be a great. Right. Fuck that. Right. No. We were on the same page and we liked comedians. Yeah. Remember when right. we had um, Lana Turner and Ralphie Mae? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On? That, God, that was crazy. Wow. That was a crazy show. Yeah. yeah. He was off. Right. He was yeah, definitely. Yeah. He was, a yes. troubled, he was a troubled guy. Yeah. yeah. But but we would have stuff like that. Greg Fitzsimmons right. a lot. Right. We did have, And yes. we started having Joe Coy. We had yeah. fun guests. But you would – I remember that – you started getting savvy to the thing that I told you, which was like, look, try to see if they're just trying to push this person and they're not famous at all and have – Right. Not that we had to have them be famous, but what are they going to add to the show? We don't want – we stopped wanting people to sell us right. stuff. We like didn't want to be the method or their, Yeah, right. We didn't right. want to be their platform. No, you want pushing. someone who's either inherently funny and good or somebody who has an, a weird niche angle that you two are legitimately interested in. That's right. That's the thing that I think that people who are coming up in podcasting have a problem with, which is – they have guests on that they think will elevate their audience, but they're not legitimately interested. And then that shines through in the interview. If mm-hmm. you're not really into the person or you don't think the person's funny, mm-hmm. it's just not going to work. Right. Well, all these – if you ever see – I don't know. I, they come across my Facebook all the time. There's a lot of like master classes for having right. a successful podcast. And you're right, Gary. It's the whole key they tell everybody is get – a famous guest or somebody that's big and then you'll get clout because they'll spread right. it on their social media. It rarely ever works that way. I think that's not smart. Right. I I mean, I'll go beyond I think. I that's not smart because I follow all kinds of funny people and if they tweet that they're on a podcast that I've never heard of that doesn't look interesting to me, I'm not going to listen just cuz mm-hmm. they're on. Yeah, right. It's just that just doesn't really work. You have right. to you have to have a connection with your audience and then let that build slowly as those people tell their friends and their coworkers and their family members and stuff like that. But having on a guest just because you think it's going to pop, like it, 
Right. If Elon Musk wants to come on for crying out loud, we'll have him for sure. <laughs> totally. But, but like, the, Can you a, tweet out that you were on our show, please, Elon? <laughs> but that's like a that's a group of like ten people. Like right. you just, there's, right. that's, that's not the exactly. general rule. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, well, I love you guys. I'm glad that Caitlin came and said you guys were talking about the start. I got jealous and walked in. Of course. I'm so glad. I didn't know you were here. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. And tell your lovely wife, Joya, we said hello. I will if she ever gets enough sleep that she can hear me. Oh, poor thing. It's all Uh, good. Thanks, Gary. Love you guys. Love Love you. Oh, that was nice. Went down memory lane. I know. You see, like, we don't prepare for anything. <laughs> like, it just happens. It just happens. Yeah. What happened? What happened? Yeah. What happened? Should we talk about Hello Tushy? Hello Tushy. Hello yes. Tushy. It's the future of toileting has arrived. It's te- okay, it's technically been around for centuries, but hideously expensive and costing thousands to have a bidet. Remember when the word bidet was just uh, super fancy? Right. Like, oh, my God, I'm in a hotel with a bidet. bidet? I must be in France. <laughs> Suzanne's last name is Bidot. Oh, yeah. So I think of her every time. But now, yes. bidet, you can have a bidet in your own home and it's mm-hmm. completely affordable and will save you – you'll save yes. thousands on toilet paper. Toi- totally. It attaches to your existing toilet. It requires no electricity or additional plumbing and it cuts toilet paper use by 80 percent. So the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in just a few months. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe at all. You just poop, spray, dry, and go. That's right. Plus, every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Yeah. For the rump you love this Valentine's Day, give the gift of Hello Tushy. Go to hellotushy.com slash FCOL to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash FCOL for 10% off. Hellotushy.com slash FCOL. Yeah. Well, well, do we have guests? We do. We do. Yes. Tell us about our guests, Kaylin. Uh, they have a great podcast, a whole a podcast network actually called Another Podcast Network. <laughs> and they specialize in The Bachelor and Below Deck. And they're coming on to talk about uh, talk about their shows. Yeah, there are three uh, young, semi-young. Just two couple, today. T- two dudes. Oh. Yeah. That uh, love the, the Bachelor and, and – uh, They love reality shows. They do. They love reality shows. And they and, love podcasting. Right. Is it Patrick? Patrick and Nick. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yes. Nick who got fired. <laughs> but everybody loves him though. <laughs> Can we talk about that? I don't know. Can we? We we all love him, including Adam. Really liked him, but yeah. <laughs> Nick has gone on to do very well for himself. Yes, he, he is the producer of Theo Vaughn's podcast, and he is a big success in the podcast world now. So oh, I don't wow. think he would be too shy about it. Yeah, no, he's a he's he's the go getter. That's for sure. And Patrick, right, my uh, partner in Corolla Drinks. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get set up and bring them in. So, how's he, how have you been? I've, I've been great. I heard you guys uh, before the setup. If we can talk about how I was fired, I, I'm <laughs> sorry, Nick. It's a pretty short story. I'm a blackout drunk and uh, made some mistakes. <laughs> oh, Stephanie? are we recording? But I feel like talking about it will move the needle, so I'm fine with it. I, I'm all about numbers. Well, you know, you were young at the time. And <laughs> Not I, that young. Well, I always think that Nick is young. He's the one that set me up on uh, Twitter. And Instagram. I don't think that's true. You don't think what's true? I think you had an Instagram and Twitter by the time I started. I had – 
Now you set me up on Inst- no no you set me up on Snapchat. Snapchat. I definitely there helped you, you with Snapchat. There you go. Yep. Yeah, which I never use. And which now I have had since deleted because I have a girlfriend now and she doesn't like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he was a naughty boy on there. That's not the whole story. <laughs> All right, you guys. So hold on, hold on. Go, yeah. Let's go back for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick, yeah. Nick, what ha- what happened? Uh, we went to the annual trip at Monterey. I had been here like. Two, two and a half years at that point, and uh, really excited to get the call to go to Monterey. I feel like that means, like, Adam likes you, and I got to stay, and we went to the Airbnb. I was also on keto diet. That's a big part of the story mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, I had no carbs in my stomach to soak up the alcohol, and we went to the Acura uh, annual party there. Uh, I was, like, talking with the CFO of Acura, very, very comfortable with myself at the time just take it off i'm sure um, he remembers that conversation more than you do <laughs> uh, that, actually i remember the party like really well but uh yeah just drank too much complete blackout which is that'll happen sometimes mm-hmm. i got it under, under control now like like kalen said things have turned around uh but uh yeah and then back at the uh airbnb i i kind of always had a rivalry with the old mechanic tom Mm, right. Uh, right. Uh, he would come in here and be like, oh, you fucking guys behind your computer, you're not doing shit, and I don't yeah. like that. And then it like, came out, like, and, like, and I told him I was going to kick his ass, and he had a bad ankle. I was like, I'm going to break your other ankle. <laughs> they filmed it, turned it in. This was know. in the house where Adam was yeah. sleeping, and everybody was sleeping. My in the son of the night. was sleeping. Right. Yes. Was, Sonny was there. Yeah. So August had to step in, and, and after we had a very, no choice. We had no choice. Yeah. No we, choice. Amicable parting. Uh, yes. we, we work, I work for an alcohol brand, so it's like, that's not good to have on there. Um, right. Right. But I, I get it. No hard feelings. And, oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. All and right. I learned everything that got me what I'm doing now right. here. So. Right, right. All right, so let's talk about what you guys are doing. Well, well, I was going to say, yeah. too bad Dylan couldn't be here because we could share how he got fired. <laughs> no, he <we> couldn't. <laughs> NDA. <laughs> yeah, we could have talked to him about that. Yeah. Uh, that would be fun. It's eventually. <laughs> have everybody, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> eventually, we're going to tell, tell that story on our uh, another podcast network, Patreon. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys got Patreon. So your podcast is another Bachelor podcast. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, another um, Below Deck podcast. Yeah, we cover Below Deck. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're covering The Bachelor right now. Mm-hmm. Did it uh, just start? Episode. There's been four episodes. Yep. Oh. First of all, Patrick, how's your baby? Uh, wonderful. Uh, she's starting to get uh, really rambunctious, though. And I'm wondering, like, we went to her music class this weekend, and there were six other couples with babies. They were all behaving normally, and mine was a psychopath. <laughs> How old's your baby now? Uh, ten and a half months. Aww. Wait, she's walking, right? Yeah, with a walker. Yeah, yeah. she's So now walking. she's a suicide machine. With a walker. Machine. I immediately pictured, like, a little old lady baby with, like, the tennis balls on the bottom of, like, <laughs> <Right>. a walker. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it gets easier, right? I was just talking with Kaylin about it and Gary. It's like I had to make a deal with my myself and kind of accept like this is going to be a wonderful experience that's also going to kind of uh, suck for a, a little mm-hmm. while. Oh, for a while. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. People need to admit that more like when you set parents up because when it's, that's oh, it's all wonderful, then you feel like and kind of, can I swear, like an asshole yeah. mm-hmm. because you're like, I don't want to play toys for an hour. I, you know, I want to mm-hmm. stare at my phone. I'll call me a horrible parent, but it's like... <laughs> We're all like that. Right. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody wants to stare at the phone. Nobody wants to sit and play with your GI Joes and trains and yeah, it's boring to a guy. Yes, oh, special. Yes, totally. Boring well, to a guy, it's boring to us. Too. <laughs> you think I want to play Barbies? I remember the age when they're like six, 
Right. Six, it's like the worst. Six they, years old? Yeah, because oh, no. well, that's when they really want to like. Well, maybe like also four, five, and six. Well, that's it, when they really want to sit on the floor. They right. want to sit on the floor and like pretend that you're Barbie. They you have to have a backstory. Yes, for these Barbies. It can't just be like, <laughs> "Hi, how are you today?" Yeah. You have to be like. I just got back from the desert right. and I was I've like, been drinking. <laughs> I got a hangover. GI <laughs> Joe's going to lay down here. No, you know why? Because at 6, they know. They now they know like is daddy going to sit down and play with me? Is he paying attention with me? You right. know, you got to have to have oh. that like – And their brains work and so they have memories. So they remember right. daddy was drinking a mimosa at, right. at 11 a.m. Right. <laughs> alcohol was on his breath. Yeah, you can't do that. Right, right. <laughs> They'll tell the te- preschool teacher. Yes, yes. But in other ways, it gets a lot easier. Definitely. Yeah. And, and you know, you get to be a better actor. You can fake – being interested in playing Barbies, you know, you just make it fun for yourself. You put them in like a Scarface scene or something. You <laughs> right, know, right, you right. Go, Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Here's a question. All right. So my wife and I, we've been together for eight years. I think we've probably had five fights total. We just don't argue. We don't wow, fight. That's and nice. In the last four months, my wife is on me. Uh, quite a bit and I'm trying to give her some room. I've talked with Galen and Gary about this too and they say, yeah, you got to give your wife a little room. I mean, just nasty. God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Mm-hmm. But like, that's been the toughest part. Like, I can deal with sleep deprivation. I can sleep with, you know, kind of being a little bored and, you know, not leading a very exciting life but it's part of my wife being really kind of mean to me. What's she doing? Like how? Uh, she'll just – like if I'm not up – she basically I need to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing at the exact time. And if it's one minute past 8 a.m. and I'm not up out of bed so she can make the bed or me make the bed, you'll start hearing her walking over. She'll go, poof. <sighs> 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 Passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> like what's that? What is that? Like just we're, we're, I'm yeah. getting on her nerves faster mm. than I've ever gotten on her nerves. So that's well, been kind of tough. I yeah. think that the first year especially – first of all, the first year of having a baby is supposedly one of the hardest on any marriage. Right. That's, so you're yeah. not alone. Um, but I think that for women, first of all, there's a lot of hormones. You know, mm-hmm. And the whole idea of going from not having kids to having kids – it feels like this giant responsibility that is on our shoulders all the time and women tend to get much more controlling because they think they have to control everything because they think it's all on them. Even if their husband or partner or you know is trying to help, there's this feeling and I remember it so well at the mm-hmm. beginning where you're like, how is it possible that – John can just get up and walk out of the room. Like, what right. the fuck? We have a baby. <laughs> right. Like, get back in here. Right. I can't just leave. Like, like exactly. That's what I'm talking would, about. Like, there'd yeah. be a, yeah. if I just got up, got in, my, was like, okay, going to the store, right. or did it went to the like that would never happen because somebody right. needs to be watching the baby. Yes. But you get this resentful feeling about your partner because you're like. How do they feel so free? And especially if you're if you're not working, I, mm-hmm. I this was for me. I wasn't working, so then, and my husband was, and I was so mad at him all the time for being able to like have a reason to leave <laughs> the house, right. yep. have a reason for whatever. I was like, I have no reason to do anything ever except for feed this fucking baby, and you know, <laughs> right. and the whole like, oh, I'm supposed to sleep when the baby sleeps. Like, but like my life got turned upside down, and yep. I felt resentful that my husband's didn't. Do you yeah. know, even yes. though even though his did, his did. You know, it's all all of our lives right. get turned upside down. But I didn't feel that he. 
I don't know. There was like this thing of like he should be appreciating what I'm doing and how much I'm doing. You're saying exactly what my my wife is, I think, putting out there. Like I wanted him to know how hard it was all the time. So then I, but how it came off was complaining and bitching and like being unhappy with him and criticizing. And it was like a learning process of totally. He had to just keep going. I'm here to help. Like, what can I do? And. So are you working, Patrick? Full time, yeah. Yeah, so you leave the house. Yep. Is Cherie working? Yeah, she's a hustler. So she has uh, different kind of companies that she's running. Right. And so she kind of has more of a flexible schedule. I think she could probably she can, do a lot of her work from home, which right, she does. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, one quick thing. First, I have a, your listeners, I just want them to know I don't hate being a father. <laughs> you got that <laughs> impression. thinks that. Uh, I, lo- I love being a dad. But uh, something that you guys have touched on, which I could never relate to uh, that you've told, which is you guys will be happy to just be in your car. Right. Like the silence of 20 minutes. And Lynette's talked about putting her earbuds in and listening to a podcast at a, bas- a volleyball game. You've talked about like waiting outside of a shopping mall one time and just enjoying that bliss. Yesterday, I got my oil changed. <laughs> <laughs> There's true glee on his face. Uh, I, it was the best 30 minutes. Uh, that, I would have dreaded that. And then it was 30 minutes of just bliss. I see. Yeah. I am starting to see why two nights a week of podcasting is irking uh, Cherie, your wife, so much. Oh, you think I like doing the podcast <laughs> with you guys? No, I, Wait, I like to get out of the so house. So you guys do the podcast at Patrick's house. I, I have a studio in the back that we built. Yeah. And the Pat Cave. The Pat Cave. And that allows me, because I told him I'm going to be a dad and I, I just can't be driving to ACS Studio right, or Theo totally. Vaughn's studio. Yeah. And they've been very flexible. So thank you. Nice. Fun. Yeah. So you guys both produce the Avance too? He does. No, oh, no, you yeah. Do? yeah. We used yep. to record in his studio. Oh, uh, I see. Okay. He's, got, he's got two shows. One's called This Past Weekend. Uh, it's like he's solo and he takes voicemails from listeners. And he's he's been sober for like three years uh, on off. So it's a lot of like self-help, a lot of young men calling in, struggling with problems. It goes from funny to serious a lot. Oh. But then he's got another one with Brendan Schaub, uh, who's another comedian podcaster. And that's more like panel Kind of like the MTV show Ridiculousness, like the listeners send in submissions and it's fun. It's like morning radio. There's like five people on right. it, all have personalities. Right. Wow. Um, and yeah, they're they're fun. They're fun. So Nick, you produce um, another Bachelor podcast. You're the producer? Uh, I mean, are you, you're... Pr- producer Pat by title. Is, but I don't it, do anything. <laughs> but we all have our hand in. Like Dylan edits the episodes. I do a lot of social media. We're trying to book guests. Um, but you guys all three are... The host. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So Sorry, you... they wouldn't want let me talk, and then I just budged my way through. <laughs> so you guys, you guys started with The Bachelor. Yeah. And did did were you fans of The Bachelor? I was. I was actually the only one watching it since its inception. Um, and then it was as a goof, Holy we just shit. kind of pulled together and start talking about it, and then it just kind of worked. And now we get paid to do it. But it, it was a, initially I was the one that kind of understood it, and then it was kind of fun watching the younger guys take that structure of that show in because it, it's pretty insane. Dylan, what are you guys thinking of this season? How, how do you think about – what do you think about uh, – what's his name? Uh, Matt, James. Yeah, Matt James. I had never – be just back to your other question. I had never seen an episode before we decided to do The Bachelor. Dylan had seen a couple seasons. Pat had seen everyone. I was new. Um, but we just knew it had like an audience and – Th- three guys covering it was like a little different. We just knew we had to go niche, and now mm. we're like expanding out of that, and it, it's it's working. But uh, Matt James, I was I thought initially I was really excited for him. He seemed like he seemed like more of a man than like the Peters and the Coltons. Not yes. not, not, not to step on your point, but uh, that we've had before. But now he seems like just an empty vessel that is ripe to do whatever right? the producer kisses with his eyes open. <laughs> he does and all. He does. He uh, I was. 
the fact that he hadn't been part of the franchise before, we all had high hopes that he wasn't going to be journey, journey, mm-hmm. walls up, walls down, vulnerable, authentic. We thought he wasn't going to be like that. He's the worst of them all. Be careful what you wish for. So I was telling these guys for years, hey, let's start fresh. Why do we always have to have one of these people that came in second or third from the prior season? Right. Be careful what you wish for. Matt is horrible. We don't know what he is. He's essentially a, a, a production of whatever the producers want him yes. to be. Uh-huh. And, and also uh, with that, I don't need Bachelor, Bachelorette back to back. I need a spacer. Like mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed b- by this because I'm just kind of sick of it at this point. You can only have so many fake interactions with people that it's not that fun to watch anymore. Although, you know, we still do it. Well, yeah. But uh, – Go, can I talk about Tayshia and Claire season? So I, yes. I dreaded when they said Claire makes my skin crawly was going to be the Bachelorette. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, she's been on this four times. She's going to be just. We know what she's going to do. We know Claire. Right. Okay. Claire needs to date an accountant and call it a life instead of you know young hot models. Right. Right. So. She came in and she was only on for four episodes. I loved it because it was subversive. You didn't know what she was going to do. She turned the whole thing upside down, much like uh, Crystal uh, Bordeaux, uh, Kristen Bordeaux, uh, Bristow, Caitlin Bristow. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin Bristow. She was yeah. Caitlin Bristow. She was fun. And then Tasha comes on. My favorite season. Oh, my favorite, absolutely, because you didn't know what she was going to do. She was essentially doing what Claire did, which is she picked two guys. She was banging both of them, and the other nineteen guys were just sitting in a hotel room, like, "Oh, tomorrow's going to be really special." No, it's not. <laughs> she is yeah. literally on top of Nick Vile right and now. And Nick came in late. He came yes. in like halfway through the season and was just. I like, didn't Here know I am. she and had she two like, guys. That's why I watched it because it it was different. Like you, you guys were telling me it was like four episodes in. She found the guy, and that was that. Dale. We're talking about Dale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Claire Crawley did. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But Caitlin kind of did that as well. We knew that she liked and she had it out for Nick. The real fun watching was which one is she going to pick? Because right. she likes having sex with both of them. Right. And they actually broke up because the guy she picked could not get over the fact that she slept with Nick Vile the oh. night before. Oh, my God. Yeah. She really broke the mold uh, having sex before Fantasy Suites. It's, it hasn't really been done. I mean, Claire and Juan Pablo. Uh, Wa- but that was just a beach. Just a BJ. Really? Mm-hmm. They don't. <laughs> How do you wait? Guys... Juan Pablo and which one? Claire. And Claire. Remember, they, they went ha- out in the ocean, and then he tr- he basically slut shamed her later on. He's like, "I don't like what we did. I don't want my daughter, my six year old oh, daughter, to see yeah, this on TV." Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, "Hey, yeah. Juan Pablo, she doesn't need to watch the show. Right. Hang out with Grandma and Grandpa." Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm sorry. Uh, but this season is kind of lame with Matt. It's again, it's just an empty vessel being pushed along by producers. And the girls are the fun part. But then you got the sty monster. <laughs> oh my. And God. I feel bad for the, the sty on her eye. Queen Victoria, who has like something is wrong with her eye. She's having pink eye like the whole time. <laughs> There's almost, no, she's a horrible no, person. Don't not, feel bad. Okay. It's not sad. She's she's hor- she's horrible. Okay. Yeah. She she's comes mean. in. She calls herself the queen. I, I have no doubt in my mind that that sty came from someone farting on her pillow to get back at her. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it, that's how that usually starts. Uh, the one thing I will say I like about this season uh I'm like I'm. I don't know if this is a switch. They didn't try to leak it or something. But I'm spoiler free. I literally have no idea this season who wins. And usually, like I'm in all these like Facebook groups and I follow uh-huh. Twitter, so I, f- I find out the winner. This this season, I have I have no idea. But you also don't care that much because. <laughs> no. He's so boring. Boring. Oh, and really? And you wonder if he has pers- – and then what about these stories that are coming out about him? So there's these Hotel. stories where he – first of all, he's like living the super broski bachelor life. Mm-hmm. He he rooms with Tyler mm-hmm. and then there was a nut- – they had another female roommate and apparently the guys were just super bad. Like they would um, – uh, Matt would go out, mm-hmm. meet women, give – he had all these uh, – meet women – 
bring them back, but also the devil ha- give. No, he would give apartment keys to all of these guys. He would just go out and like give them to all his friends. And the poor woman roommate has complained that she didn't feel safe because like guys would be coming into the apartment at all hours. So one of them barged into her room um, because he, he was so drunk that he didn't realize it was her room and he thought it was Matt's room. But like, why are you going into Matt's room? At and, 4 and also, why are you living a frat boy life at 28? Right? Isn't mm-hmm. he 28? Yes. Seems a little old to be doing that. Yeah, and he still is. That's the thing. He still rooms with Tyler. Yeah. Oh, really? You know, he was supposed to, he was the guy that got tossed off Claire Makes My Skin Crawly season because he was the one that she said, I don't need people doing cameos before they come on to my season. So he got tossed off her season for right. kind of trying to be a fame seeker. And this is the current Bachelor. The current Bachelor, which okay. they make him look squeaky clean. I mean, they made Jake Pavalco look squeaky clean, and we realized what a psychopath he was. Yeah. But they're doing a little too much. And oh, Back to the sty monster, Victoria the Queen. <laughs> she... We're not sty shaming. Lynette gets oh. styes sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh I get them all the time. No, but you're not on national television. No, I feel true. bad for the sty. <laughs> I, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, totally, she. Uh, I believe she's being kept there because Matt is so boring and everyone's playing it so safe. You need an agitator, and mm-hmm. that is re- you always need a villain. But she really has overstayed her welcome, with the exception of we need someone to shake things up. But don't you think it also just gets gets almost too obvious mm-hmm. that she's being kept there, and you know that he has zero connection with her. This girl is Lynette. Right. This girl is always trying to make out with him, right. and. <laughs> You could, you know, it's very rare that the guy is like, I don't want to make out with you, please. And you can really? see him almost praying, like, okay, like almost kissing her, like he's sucking a lemon. Like he's like, okay. <laughs> Stephanie, he's the only girl he closes his eyes when he has to kiss her. <laughs> I, I'll say this. Really? He keeps his eyes open? Yeah. It's yeah. Weird, the Bachelor producers outdid themselves with the girls. This season of the girls is there, they all have real jobs. They're, there are some are a little too young, but average age twenty seven, very attractive. I mean, the fact that he tossed out like three girls last week that were just, I thought you you bring them home to meet mom and dad uh-huh. to keep Queen Victoria around, right? Was See, crazy. Is it cooked a little bit? Do you? That's think? what I'm saying. Oh, yes, it's very cooked. So, do you know Dylan uh, Barber? He was on one of the seasons. He dated yeah, Hannah of course, G. He dated Hannah G. They're together. So he must be like released from his NDA or whatever, because on Twitter he was like. Bachelor needs to be can- canceled. The producers don't care about people at all. No shit. But he mm-hmm. like people. He basically did this impromptu Q and A, and people were asking him like, "Do the producers uh, keep people around just for show?" And he's like, "Absolutely." He's like, "How much say does the lead have in who stays?" And he's like, "Barely any." And it's like he's really getting into it. We're the trying one, to get him on our podcast. The one I thought was funny is he said, "How do they remember all the names when they're doing the rose ceremony?" And he says, "They That's- just do them three at a time." And then he goes then back, go back, talks to the producers, and then get, gives three more names during really? those rose ceremonies. I thought that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, can we talk about Tasha's season real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I've never seen a, a bag of losers. I felt oh, bad for Claire yes. and Tasha. <laughs> this group of guys, I actually listened to you in Angel's uh, show about it. I completely Rose agree Pricks. with your take. Rose Pricks, yes. The far more better, more likable uh, oh, podcast please. about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I loved your take on it. Like, these guys, how dare the producers bring these guys to yes, this La Quinta? Yes, those ones I saw. And they were right. leftovers. They They're were horrible. leftovers from Claire. I mean, they only brought in like five more guys. <laughs> yes. That's all she got. All right, Stephanie, how long is Tasha going to be with this? I call him the Lisperer. Nothing against people that lisp, <laughs> but I just I want to make sure they know who I'm talking about. It's really weird. I, the whole thing is weird. I couldn't believe. First of all, here my take on Zach was that he just felt lecherous to me. Yep. And listen, mm-hmm. all my respect to sober people, being one myself, like I believed that part, but but he. 
I think he had other obsessions. Like, yeah, I, you know, I just think he was way too intense. But he he just wanted to screw her the whole time. From the first time they yeah. were having one on one time, he's like staring at her body. I couldn't believe she didn't pick up on that. Mm-hmm. He was like looking her up and down, barely focusing on what she was saying. He just wanted to make out with her. Like he just it just it felt icky. Well, Is this and the also, guy she picked. Yes. Yeah, and look, I'm not I'm not judging. I'm just going to put this out there in the ether. I think Vato could be a better job. The guy had gotten out of jail for check fraud. His family wasn't speaking to him because he'd done unthinkable things as you know robbing people craziest did- thing craziest thing he did uh was almost he literally tried to sell his kidney uh for drug money he tried to sell his own kidney to the kidding? black market there was like a story about that no uh, confer- that's, not, that's not exactly what okay. happened he tried to have surgery he tried to have unnecessary surgery because he wanted to get uh, prescriptions for drugs oh yeah, but, oh, yeah. something was going to be removed and we yeah. all we we, uh, we love recovery <laughs> but i don't think he needs to be on a reality sh- yeah, tv no, show no, with no, tasha no. Well, right then oh. had just t- tried to commit suicide the Twice. year before really i didn't even the- know that Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, oh Ben, the the soldier from this season, not Ben Higgins. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ben, the soldier, was her other like runner up. He was very mentally not well. What's and, wrong with the, these well, people? Then the other guy, she met his brother who had just gotten out of jail after doing a 20, uh, 20 year stint for whatever that he was did. Hilarious. Gabriel. I would have been Tasha. If I was Tasha, I would have raised my hand and just said, producers, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? This guy's got a brother. I'm meeting him. He just got out of prison. This guy's told me he tried to kill himself right. twice in the last year. Right. This guy's been arrested for God knows what. Right. And by the way, this is only really funny to people who have seen The Bachelor, but when the guy Gabriel, when the guy Gabriel, he had a bone to pick with his brother <laughs> yeah. about acting like his brother. Okay, so this is so in the weeds right now. But this guy who just got out of jail, this right. is on their hometowns. Right, right, right. The guy who's an adorable guy, Ivan, is having a hometown at the La Quinta. Uh-huh. And the, his brother, who's just gotten out of jail, comes in. But the backstory is that his brother's kind of pissed because Ivan like was taking care of his kid while he was gone. <laughs> oh, my. So he's kind of mad. Yeah. And you oh. can sense the hostility like – Oh hey brother! Like been enjoying been enjoying being the father to my kid. That's not your kid. You've been liking that, huh? Like, kinda, Stephanie, I don't know if you caught this. I kind of felt like Gabriel was making a play for the being the bachelor. I, I tried to start the hashtag hashtag Gabriel for bachelor. Wow. Uh, I think he's back with the baby mama, so it didn't really get legs on the interwebs. But <laughs> I'm not like, giving up on it. He had like All face right. tattoos. I mean, uh, yeah. it was, are you just serious? what you want? Yeah, just what you want. He had just gotten out of prison. Oh, my God. (sighs) There is a lot of talk, though, how – I don't know. Some people have said like, oh, we have our first Black Bachelor because of like the cultural movement that was going on. But then some people are upset because the Black Bachelor he picked is like the most palatable to like middle America. He's a God-fearing, very like – well spoken. Some people have thrown around the term, and I'm not saying this, that he's not black enough mm. to be the first black bachelor. That's why, again, is that Rachel Gabriel Lindsay again? Uh, <laughs> it's out. It's out there. There's a lot. I, I'm, I tell you, in a lot of bachelor Facebook groups, and that is the uh, prevailing sentiment. He's the first black. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yet it took this long. Twenty five really? seasons. Wow. 25 seasons. Yeah. Yeah, see, I feel like it's a formula. You know, I like when it gets down to why is there's just so many at first? And then you got to sit there and suffer through their dates and then, and then and then the producers cook up these games where they get down to their G-string and shit like that. And it's like – Oh, this was Lois. This is flavor of love kind of producing. They're doing that. Last episode, they had the girls punch each other in a boxing ring. Yes. Are you kidding? And it got like – 
there were some shots being thrown around, and then, but same point. That one was violent, but then there's other that are you're supposed to be finding the love of your life, but they put them in squirrel suits and have them <laughs> right, searching around for saying. walnuts yes. and and kayaking in pumpkins. Right, right, right. Good idea, Ben Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, and uh, you guys get guests on your podcast from the Bachelors. Bachelors? We do. We've had like we got Corinne Olympias, who is you know uh, we called her out on all her BS. So we when they come in, they obviously don't listen, and then they obviously hate Dylan because uh, mm-hmm. he is very he asks the real questions. Uh, we were much more embedded with uh, the cast and crew of the other show that we cover, Below Deck, which right. is on Bravo. We've had a number of those people in. Uh, Kate Chastain, who's like the star of the show, she's a recurring guest on our show, and uh, everybody who. Is Riley, who you oh. slept with. <laughs> what? Yeah, Nick will actually have sex with cast members. Of course. On. One time. One time. <laughs> wow. Did you have sex with who? Riley. From the She's the one like, I get it. I get it. Do you watch Below I Deck? Don't, oh, I don't watch it. I should. I hear it's good. She yeah. wouldn't take any shit from any of the guys. She always said. Uh, how, how did you end up having sex with her? Uh, she just uh, was on the show a couple times. And I have been with my girlfriend over a year. I love her. She knows about this. Uh, uh, <laughs> so this is pre-your girlfriend? Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. But yeah. um, she was just a recurring guest a couple times. And yeah, I don't know. We all went out to the bar. So she one. earned her. We went out to Laurel Tavern. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. We went to uh, Pat's Old Stomping Grounds. Mm-hmm. Laurel tavern and great place yeah and then uh dylan uh mentioned it on the podcast one time and i i texted her i was like is this okay to say and she she didn't care at all oh, okay but yeah. uh yeah why didn't you go out with her again um i she lives in like alaska or something she's she's like uh she's a f- wildlife fisherman hunter but she's very very pretty girl very mm-hmm. pretty girl mm-hmm. but, despite uh, the fact that she's a uh, wildlife hunter i guess that's how i just frame that and that's wrong but <laughs> <laughs> Look her up. Riley Gerber, baby, we call her. She's really, really cute. You want Caitlin yeah. to pull her up? If you want to. If you want to. Riley Gerber from Below Deck. Thanks for having us in, guys. Yeah. Oh, oh our my gosh, you're so welcome. We yeah, always get the fun. for crying out loud bump anytime we've ever been Oh, that's nice. But well, yeah. Another Bachelor podcast. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. And, it, and it, oh, there she oh, is. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she is gorgeous. All these girls are gorgeous. Yeah, I you, mean, didn't, you didn't want to have a long distance? Relationship? Uh, I just, I just didn't see that it working out. That could have been you in that picture down there on the right. <laughs> She's really cool, though, and we're going to have her on the show again mm-hmm. soon via Zoom. Jules. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, what days does your your podcast drop? Uh, usually, uh, both these shows that we're covering are on Monday nights. We record Tuesday nights and usually have it out Wednesday, hopefully. Oh. God love you, Stephanie. I don't know how you and Angel do it. You guys record right after you watch it, right? Not anymore. We it's used tough. to, and then Angel's got Angel has four kids, and one of them's a baby. She has right. like a ten and a half month old baby. Wow! So, so a lot of times she's like, "Yeah, that's not going to happen tonight." <laughs> and then we record Tuesday morning. The last time we recorded in the afternoon, and then people got really mad. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Wow, your podcast is coming out later and later." Oh, like, I mean, it's free, isn't I have it? A Shut lot up. Of podcasts yeah. and a lot of kids. See, see, we started out the other way, whereas like they never knew what day it would come. It come out. Eight days later, so anytime works. It's always it's all gravy if we get it out on time. Now. Okay, <laughs> all right. And then you guys have Patreon as well. Yeah, yep. patreon.com slash another podcast network. We're going to do Below Deck Sailing that entire season. That's like their spinoff. Just like oh. just like Housewives, they're doing like iterations of Below Deck right, because right. it's so popular. So we're going to cover that. And then we have a show where we just shoot the shit uh, mm-hmm. called Another Podcast Show that we just all – Yeah, just talk. Because uh, the three of you are very uh, – 
different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But mm-hmm. but also same, the yeah. same. But and no politics. Same. So we, uh, if <laughs> anyone wants to check out, we never talk about politics. Mm-hmm. Right. Which mm-hmm. I think is, uh, okay. Well, thank you guys yeah, for coming so in. Fun. Thanks for having us. Another yeah, Bachelor podcast and an, another Below Deck podcast. So do Rose Pricks first. Uh, swap them. Just yes. listen to both of them. Yeah, A lot of these people listen to these podcasts. They listen to more than one podcast about oh, totally. the, the material. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. People are always looking for podcasts. We should do a Rose Pricks and another Bachelor podcast, Home and Home, like one week, where we just kind of talk about the whole season, like just – Right. In addition, one week, I think. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, one shameless plug. Uh, Lynette and Adam's uh, lifestyle brand, Renaissance Man. We don't need you to buy anything. Just head over on that That's Instagram true. and just uh, follow Renman USA. It's yes. got great gifts, fun blogs about travel and stuff, and yep. you'll love it. Renman yes. USA. And yes. anytime he plugs that on our show, I always get a plug in. Follow my dog at Real Chuberto <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> at Real Chuberto. Okay. He's an influencer. All right. right. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. We love you guys. Thank you. you. See you Wednesday. Yeah, see you Wednesday. All right. (laughs) And before we wrap, we have some uh, Patreon Patreon. our business people. That's right. We've got – I think we have – we might even have a new one. Uh, Oh, yeah. My friend um, Ashley Marriott, she has a business called Move It Mask, which is – and this is her first month with us. It's a a mask that is – made of this really soft but thick enough fabric and it really? goes over your ears and it's for sports you should um, she's going to send you one she's going to send it to you okay. for Natalia and they're doing she's having oh a special my god i need that yeah she's having a special if you go to move it mask move and, it mask mm-hmm, and use the code fcol you get a you get uh, two for one oh nice. you buy one get one free Oh, thank yeah. you. So two for one. That's awesome. Uh, Move It Mask. You're going to love this product. Also, um, this is our, our other new one, Patchwork. Mm. Uh, they were. This is the company, Patchwork, that was hosting pop-up craft workshops. Uh-huh. Remember at oh, bars, yeah. wineries, and breweries? Yes. Um, and now because of COVID, they've created an Etsy page with DIY kits and some of uh, their favorite macrame home accents. Like they have like a fruit hammock. And oh, they, that's awesome. Yeah, and they take custom orders. So go to their Etsy store. It's etsy.com slash shop slash patchwork SD, which stands for San Diego. BS in Education is our, our local uh, teacher podcast. Right. Where they're anonymous so they can talk shit. I love that. Yes, great BS in Education. Um, yeah, Mrs. B and Mrs. W. Wow. Talk about what's going on. It's a BS in Education podcast. Uh, Basic Becky is she makes T-shirts. Yes, custom T-shirts. I love She's that. She's gonna make one for us. I think yeah. there's one on her website that says Statazit. Oh, you're kidding! No, I'm not. I'm kidding. going to best. Go I'm to gonna... justbasicbecky.com, and she's selling those for cheap. If you mm-hmm. want to get our T-shirt, um, That's yeah, awesome. justbasicbecky.com or Basic Becky on Facebook. Also, this is a the podcast episode mm-hmm. the bittersweet life podcast yes. so katie from the bittersweet life podcast was on our zoom oh remember her yeah that's right that's T- right she's so cute yes and yes. she was telling us about um how she's the one who lived overseas in right. italy right and then started a, a podcast with her childhood friend tiffany right they were both overseas in italy now she's back in seattle mm-hmm. but they still have their podcast and they talk about it's just great like making yeah. life changes and all that kind of yeah, fun stuff check it out yeah and then Let's see. Let's do uh, one more. Oh, YOLO Bar. So oh, yeah. YOLO Bar is our listener Lily's friend. She lost 20 pounds. 
Right, I saw this. Yeah, yeah, and she's really excited for everyone to try it out. It's her friends that had another one COVID hit, and now they're doing online bar classes and all kinds of different workouts. Low impact, no impact. Yolo Bar B A R R E dot com and use the code F C O L if you want a special deal over there. Oh, and you know what? While we're at it, shameless mom Sarah Dean, my right. friend, she was on the show on my storytelling show last night uh-huh. talking about her home birth. Uh-huh. She's hilarious. Um, shameless mom Academy is her podcast and she talks all about motherhood and she's inspirational. Yeah. And I'm, she's I'm cool. a subscriber yeah. and I want to see that link. I want, you got to post the link on our Facebook of your show from last night. Oh yeah. 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 I'll yeah. put that on our show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. This was a great show. Yeah. Thank you, Kaylin. Thanks Thank everybody. You. Yeah. You're a parent now. Don't F it up. Let me tell you about Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Yes. Yeah. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know what's easy is bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com.